Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillah ve salatu ve selamu ala Resulillah ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve men vela. Allahümme iftah aleyne bi hikmetik ve ençur aleyne bi rahmetik ya dın celali vel ikram. Ya alimu allimna min ilmike ma tarda bihi anna ve la tuakhidna bima ta'lamuhu minna. Ya halimu khalliqna bi khuliqin hilm ve haqiqna bi haqaiqin ilm. Subhaneke la ilme lana illa ma'allamtena inneke entel alimun hakim. Ve sallallahu ala seyyidina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem. This is the intro session to a book called Muhammad, His Character and Beauty. Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Wasailin wusul ila shamailin rasul. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by Sheikh Yusuf Nebahani. And it has been translated by Sidi Abdulaziz Suraka. Allah preserve him and have mercy on its author. And it's published by Al Medina Institute. So the translation has been published by Al Medina Institute. It's not a super large book, but it's a very important book. And its content is extremely useful for anyone who's trying to get a deeper understanding of the life and, and character more and behavior of the Prophet and so this is very very important work throughout these these lectures we're just going to go through it and more or less read the narrations and the commentary that's in the book and here and there provide a short amount of commentary usually at the end of the chapters the idea is more or less just to make sure that we understand the text and of course to remember the Prophet ﷺ and to mention his qualities and attributes and to praise him and also to facilitate for ourselves the review of this material and to make it available to others. We ask Allah ﷻ to grant us tawfiq. There are a number of benefits that are sought after in compiling the shama'il, this particular genre of hadith is called Shama'il, Shama'il, and the word Shama'il it comes from the the it's a plural of the word Shimal, uh, which one of the meanings of which is to refer to the nature or qualities of character or of something, and so this subgenre of Hadith literature it generally deals with the character and the qualities and the attributes of the Blessed Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. There are a number of benefits to this particular genre. One of them is taking delight and enjoyment in his lofty attributes and well-pleasing descriptions and drawing close to him and engendering his love and good pleasure by mentioning his perfect qualities and virtuous character traits. So to to know and to draw closer to the Prophet wasallam by a knowledge of his character traits and his qualities and in knowing those of course we're able to get to know him better and in getting to know him better we're able to uh, love him more another benefit is that in knowing these things it's it's just a little bit of the fulfillment of the right of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam upon us in that all good that we have in this life and all understanding that we have of the knowledge of the religion and all understanding of, that we have in terms of how it is that we should live and be finds its source in the character and person of the Prophet ﷺ. So knowing a little bit about him allows us to begin to fulfill or at least attempt to fulfill 
some of the rights that he has upon us. Another benefit is that, of course, it engenders love for him, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So knowing more about him, and as we see how amazing and beautiful and incredible and noble his example was, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, we increase in our love for him. And of course, another benefit is that knowing it allows us to uh, it allows us to be able to emulate it. In knowing his life and his character and his qualities, we're able then to emulate his life and to to practice those things that he has guided us to. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We know that Allah subhanahu wa taala has said in the Quran in chapter three, verse thirty-one. قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبَكُمُ اللَّهُ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ That Allah says, say to the Prophet ﷺ, say, if you truly love Allah, follow me. Allah will love you and he will forgive you your sins. So in following the Prophet ﷺ, it's an evidence of not only our love for him, but also our love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a means by which we can attain forgiveness from Allah and the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exalted is He. So in, in, in knowing that, then we are able to knock on those doors and, and take that path. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from those who follow His way, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's also important because it helps us to ground ourselves, especially in a time when people are attacking Islam, and when there's a lot of conversation about Muslim identity, identity, Muslim American identity, all of this kind of stuff, then the core of our identity is found in grounding ourselves in the way of the Prophet ﷺ. And that of course requires us to know it. If we don't know the Prophet, if we don't know our own history, we cannot know ourselves. And uh, many of the things that are mentioned here are not things that are required by the law per se. And by the law, I mean the fiqh, the halal and haram, the permissible and prohibited of the teachings of Islam. So when we talk about many of the descriptions of the Prophet ﷺ, some of them are descriptions, the way that he was, the way that he used to dress, the colors that he used to like, so on and so forth. Those are things that are not generally required by the law. But one does attain great reward and great benefit from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in following the way of the Prophet ﷺ, even if the thing is not required. Because following the Prophet in everything that we possibly can is a, a means by which we come closer to him and we engage and we deepen our love for him. So it's, they're not things that are required by the law, but they are in many ways things that are required to be at least appreciated, if not emulated, they are required in understanding the essence of Islam. Sometimes we lose this point. We say, well, it's not required. We don't have to do this. We don't have to do that. In the end, we strip away all of the beauty and the form of Islam that is inculcated by the adab, the way of being, the manners of the Prophet ﷺ. And then we have nothing left. It becomes very dry. So these things are not... Some of them are required. Not all of them are. And we'll come through them as we come through them. The last point is that in going through this text, we will of course be mentioning many times the Prophet ﷺ, his name, descriptions to him, uh, indicating him or pointing towards him or whatever it may be. And in doing so, we will have many opportunities to, to say salah on him, to say wasallam, to ask that Allah extol him, uh, extol his praise and grant him perfect peace. And so whenever we hear the name of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, 
even if we're hearing it over and over and over again, it's good to do that. And and that's why, you know, some of them some of the scholars they would say that the study of hadith is one of the most, if not the most blessed science of the sciences of Islam. Because in studying the hadith you mention the name of the Prophet them over and over again. And so that means that we're making salah on him over and over again. And that's a very important act of worship. We ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open for us this study and that he make it of great benefit to us. Allahumma ameen. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.